Hey there, this is David Fitzgerald, the author of Jesus Mything in Action, and you're listening to The Canadian Atheist. Old woman! Man! Ma'am, sorry. What knight lives in that castle over there? I'm 37. What? I'm 37, I'm not old. Well, I can't just call you ma'am. You could say Dennis. I didn't know you were called Dennis. Well, you didn't bother to find out, did you? I did say sorry about the old woman, but from behind you looked... What I object to is you automatically treat me like an inferior. Well, I am king. Oh, king, eh? Very nice. And how do you get that, eh? By exploiting the workers. By hanging on to outdated imperialist dogma which perpetuates the economic and social differences in our society. If there's ever going to be any progress... Dennis, there's got... some lovely filth down here. Oh! How'd you do? How'd you do, good lady? I'm Arthur, King of the Britons. Whose castle is that? King of the who? The Britons. Who are the Britons? Well, we all are. We are all Britons. And I am your king. I didn't know we had a king. I thought we were an autonomous collective. You're fooling yourself. We're living in a dictatorship. A self-perpetuating autocracy in which the working classes... Oh, there you go, bringing class into it again. Well, that's what it's all about. If only people would... Please, realize... please, good people. I am in haste. Who lives in that castle? No one lives there. Then who is your lord? We don't have a lord. What? I told you, we're an anarcho-syndicalist commune. We take it in turns to act as a sort of executive officer for the week. Yes. But all the decisions of that officer have to be ratified at a special bi-weekly meeting. Yes, I see. By a civil majority in the case of purely internal affairs. Be quiet. But by a two-thirds majority in the case of more... Be major... quiet. I order you to be quiet. Order? Who does he think he is? <laughs> I'm your king. Well, I didn't vote for you. You don't vote for kings. Well, how do you become king, then? The Lady of the Lake, her arm clad in the purest shimmering Samite, held aloft Excalibur from the bosom of the water, signifying by divine providence that I, Arthur, was to carry Excalibur. That is why I'm your king. Listen, strange women lying in ponds, distributing swords, is no basis for a system of government. Supreme executive power derives from a mandate from the masses, not from some farcical aquatic ceremony. Be quiet! Oh, but you can't expect to wield supreme executive power just because some watery tart threw a sword at you. Shut up! Oh, but if I went round saying I was an emperor just because some moistened bint had lobbed a scimitar at me, they'd put me away. Shut up! Will you shut up? Ah, now we see the violence inherent in the system. Shut up! Oh, come and see the violence inherent in the system! Help! Help! I'm being repressed, bloody peasant! Oh, what a giveaway. Did you hear that? Did you hear that, eh? That's what I'm on about. Do you see him repressing me? You saw it, didn't you? Welcome to The CA, a podcast about news, current events, and commentary on all things atheism from a Canadian perspective. This podcast carries the explicit tag and wears it like a motherfucking badge of honor. So, if you get offended, switch off. The CA records each Sunday live from Apostasy Studios. For more, please visit our Facebook page for the latest news, updates, and previews on some upcoming shows. You can email us at theca at rogers.com, and if we're amused or tweaked by your email, we'll use it on the show. And now, here are Michael and Dean. All right, hello and welcome to CA. Today is Wednesday, November 15th. This is Michael. This is Dean. Oh, fuck. Well, I guess better late than nether. Never? Never? Nether? <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Better late than nev- nether regions? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, um, yeah. So, it's Wednesday. It's not uh, <laughs> Sunday. But, uh, yeah. We're getting it done. Um, we can be heathens any day of the week. Yeah. I mean, it's still <laughs> Dean's fault, technically, but... <laughs> Excuse me? Yeah. Um, Come again? Yeah. Just once is fine. Yeah, exactly. I, I'll need some time to recuperate before I do it. <laughs> uh, 
Um, this is episode 33. 33 and a third. Yeah, 33 and a third, yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, so yeah, so in response to the royalty <laughs> discussion we had Did last week, the queen call you. I figured no, I figured uh, I fin- I figured that Dennis, the constitutional peasant, was uh, was a good little bumper yeah. to uh, to toss in there. Um, I don't know if I ever told you this before, but um, I wanted to. So I wanted to have other bumpers originally for the for the show. So and my first thought was. Like when we when we were doing news and something like that, to pause and insert um, something like um, from Python saying you know, and now for something completely different, oh, like okay, the yeah. way John Cleese says that. Yeah. And so I reached out to John Cleese on Twitter. Yeah. And I said, hey, I'm doing this, and I said, do you care if I use your stuff? And he's like, I don't give, I don't do whatever the fuck you want. You know, yeah, I don't yeah. Care. Um, and I, I found out that John Cleese owns the rights to all of the Python stuff. Oh, wow. Okay. He owns the rights to everything. Um, so and he's just giving it out willy nilly. Yeah, he's, whatever. He's like, yeah, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, he's he's in his seventies now. Um, he has he's lost more money than I've ever made in my yeah. life. So yeah, just coming out of his pocket in a taxi cab, like he's, he's lost more. He's got a more. great little uh, rant of uh, anti religion on YouTube as well. Oh yeah, yeah. He's got one, and it's from a bunch of years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one from a bunch of years ago. But uh, no, it's it was very, very good. And so uh, I feel perfectly fine. And this is, I got this off YouTube and somebody else had posted it. So, I mean, I don't know that there's any kind of, well, I'm not worried. Right? I'm not, fuck it. I don't care. Um, We're a very little podcast. Come at me, bro. Zero influence <laughs> on anything. So, I mean, come on. Exactly. So, hey, oh. Um, With this many podcasts out there, how are they supposed to police any of it? I don't know. But, uh, oh, I, I wanted to say a little Hello. To uh, I did some more analytics. Oh yeah, and we have some more downloads from the Philippines. Cool. Yeah. So I don't know how to. I'm just gonna say hi. Yeah, I don't know I, any Filipino. No, no fucking idea. And even if I, I knew Filipino people, um, when I used to work at Hummingbird, they were um, there was a, actually a, a quite a fair number of Filipinos working in the support department at Hummingbird when I was there. Oh yeah. Um, and. Uh, so I heard the language a lot spoken, but okay. it's it's for it's completely foreign to me. But they actually they, they, they liked working on cars and they, they had a side business of like souping up their cars and stuff like that. Oh, and cool. it was called the flip side. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, that's it, was neat. A, it was a good name. I can't when we do news stories, I can barely get an individual's name right. <laughs> I'm not gonna fuck with an entire language. Yeah. Cause that would just be uh, yeah, an abomination. So hi to those listening in the Philippines and be careful because so the the Philippines is they've got some fucked up shit going on. They're pretty Catholic there. Pretty Catholic and then there's a, and there's a lot of uh Muslims. Really? In the Philippines, in the Philippines as well. Philippines. Yeah. So um so watch your back. Yeah, so be careful and uh be ready with delete at a moment's <laughs> notice and uh, you can always uh, pick us up again uh, at another time. But uh but welcome and uh Reach out, reach out to us on Twitter. And this goes for anybody, of course. But uh, at the underscore uh, CA underscore podcast. Or uh, email us at the, the CA at uh, rogers.com. Um, my Facebook's wide open. Michael Stewart, M-I-C-H-E-A-L-S-T-U-A-R-T. Um, so you can message me there, too. Um, Mine's open, too. Oh, is your, yours totally open? Totally open. Oh, okay. Do you want to throw it? Uh, uh, Dean Roberts. Look yeah. for Dean Roberts in uh, in uh, in Whippy, I guess. Yeah. So I spelled my name because my name's fucked up. Because yeah, it's different than than yeah. most Michaels. So, 
And I think my parents just wanted to punish me. <laughs> so not only did they spell Michael differently, but Stewart yes, is not. Stewart yeah, is, is differently is as a different, well. Uh, is the different way as well. What's funny is that if you go, so ask my mom and dad about this. If you trace my family lineage back, apparently um, I'm related to Mary Stewart, uh, Queen of Scotland. Really? Yeah. There's no money. You're royalty. Yeah. See, you're Fuck the that. guy on the horse yeah. in that clip. That's right. <laughs> Bloody peasant. Uh, no, uh, but there's no money, so I don't give a shit. Speaking of money, I had a really interesting conversation this mo- uh, this morning uh, at work. I almost slipped. I almost let it go, <laughs> but I will not do that. So I had a really interesting conversation at work today with a lady who maybe borderline conspiracy theorist. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she was talking about how um, debt is an illusion. Debt is an illusion. Yeah, I'd love for my That's debt to be... That's an expensive illusion. I'd love for my debt to be an illusion. Um, although it's not super duper psychotic, but hey, uh, I'd love for it to be an illusion. Anyway, um, how did I get into that? I thought you were talking to a lady at work that was borderline conspiracy theorist. Yeah, anyway. Um, I'm... <laughs> hey, everybody. Uh, I'm tired still. I haven't been sleeping well the last uh, few days. So... I may go off into just like, uh, I may fall asleep actually while I'm doing this. (laughs) We're not sure yet. So if you hear a thud and then snoring. Exactly. Then that's me. And, uh, or if you hear another thud, then like last week, Dean threatened to hit me with his spike, uh, laden club. I did? Yeah. I just remember that. We were talking about the lady who, uh, whose husband abused, who has husband beat her. Oh, right. And you were like, you you were like, we got to end this thing. I got a fucking spike laden club. Yeah. Yeah. You did. You did in fact threaten me. It's a recorded conversation. (laughs) Um, so we got, we got some news to get to and then we'll see what kind of trouble we can get into with that. So, so Dean. Yes. Our, uh, our first story. Jump right in. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to jump right in is is not only from a regular provider, but it's also uh, written by someone whose name I can pronounce. Yay! Yeah. So, from <clears throat> Billy Hollowell. Oh. Christian Week Magazine. Christian Week Magazine. November, November but I can't say the date. <laughs> yeah, that no, just passed. Exactly. Uh, yeah. November 13th, 2017. I will enunciate. Um... <laughs> Actor. Please don't talk like that. Yeah. <laughs> Actors Kevin and Sam Sorbo. More names you can pronounce. Yeah. Remember those guys? Tarzan? Oh, Kevin Sorbo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Crazy right wing wingnut. I didn't know he was right wing Oh, dude. You didn't see. Oh, now I can't remember the name of the movie. Fuck. Wasn't he Hercules? or? What? Yeah, he was Hercules. Okay, yeah. And he was also. Oh, that's right. God's Not Dead. Huh? Tell me you saw the movie God's Not Dead. I've never seen it. Oh my. Okay, so we're going to watch that. <laughs> we're going to do our own version of Gam, a uh, God Awful Movies. By the way, if anybody who's listening to this, if you don't if you don't uh, watch God Awful Movies or um, listen to the podcast, it's by the same guys that do Scathing. So it's uh, Heath and uh, Noah and Eli. And it's really, really funny. And what they do is they take a ridiculously dumbass, stupid fuckery of a movie and they make fun of it. Uh, they review it, and it, and a lot of times, if if they can find one that's like religiotard ish, yeah. Um, and I, I, mean, I shouldn't use that word. I don't care. Um, but yeah, religious nutbag ish. Um, and of which, God's not dead is epic. Epically completely, bad. Completely epically bad. So Kevin. So spoiler alert. But you're gonna like your your eyes. 
We're going to have to tape your eyes in <laughs> to stop them from rolling clean out your fucking head. Boing. Unbelievable. So Kevin Sorbo plays a university professor and he, um, I think it's, I think it's philosophy. I'm pretty sure it's philosophy where first day, uh, students come in of which is one, this very, very proper Christian boy. Okay. And, uh, Kevin Sorbo is standing up there and he's like, listen, he's like, uh, before we delve into this whole kind of, uh, thing, I'm just going to sign out some papers and I just, I, the, the, it's a statement. God is dead. If everybody can just sign it and pass it to the front, um, then we can just get on with the more important stuff in this course. So he passes the papers out and a lot of the kids are just signing, signing because they don't want to have to deal with, they figure, Hey, this is something I can write off. I don't have to do this work. And then. Right, four and a half seconds into the fucking movie, this kid has an existential crisis. Um, it was like, oh, <laughs> and he kind of folds the paper in half and he's and passes it back up. He's like, uh, who didn't sign this paper? And he raises his hands like, I didn't sign it, sir. Uh, and he's like, well, why? And then from there, it just fucking, it just falls Snowballs to pieces. Snowballs. Um, he, because this would happen. Yeah. Well, first of all, they're not going to sign out, hand out a piece of paper that says God is dead. Yeah. And a university professor is not going to challenge a student on the first day to a debate. Well, a student wouldn't challenge a professor. No, the professor challenges the student to a debate that they hold in class. Of course, first day. And that they, well, no, because and they do it over the course of like where the, where the, you know, where the basically they, they decide to argue against, oh, okay. for and against the existence of God. Okay. And stuff like that. And then it yeah, goes it the whole thing, stuff that the thing, blah, blah, blah. And... Towards the end of the, <laughs> towards the end of the moose, fucking so bad, but, uh, so Kevin Sorbo is this is an atheist, right? Yeah. And God's Not Dead was put out by basically like you know some churcho somebody in the U.S. Um, I don't know who I don't I am not sure who was responsible for it, but anyways, it was dumb, and <laughs> so at one point, <laughs> Kevin Sorbo the the student yeah. right says to Kevin Sorbo, you know. Why do you hate God so much? And Kevin Sorbo says his face gets all wrinkled up and goes red. He's like, "Cause he killed my mother." And I was like, <laughs> oh, "Fuck off!" And it's just so ridiculous. And then at the end of the movie, he has a coming to Jesus moment. He gets hit. He gets hit by a car, and some other priest goes and administers the last rites. And like on his deathbed, coughing up blood, do you accept Jesus? Yes, <coughs> dead. Fuck. Come on. So th- okay, that's that's the whole movie. That's, that's the entire. You don't need to watch it now, but we're going to, uh, because it's ridiculous. Uh, so I didn't know Kevin Sorbo was a was was a, a oh yeah a, a nutbag. Well, like the uh, the uh, Expelled movie, No mm-hmm. Intelligence Allowed, and that 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 what's his face, um, Ben Stein. Yes, it's a big uh, big old uh, religious nut too. I yep. had no idea there too, and he's a relatively intelligent guy. I mean, he had Be- win Ben Stein's money, which is a general knowledge yeah. type game. Um, and I thought he was relatively intelligent, normal person. But then he made this expelled movie. Did you see? Um, did you see when he was on the when he was on basically like the I don't want to say dais because it wasn't a roast, but he was on a panel when uh, Chris Richards was doing one of his debates, and. He uh, he questions him. He's like uh, he's like uh, he's like uh, Christopher. He's like you know so many. Uh, you know he goes from the argument argument ad populum, basically mm-hmm. so popular. Um, he says so many people yeah. in this country believe in God. So you know are they just and this is what he, so this is what super smart guy says. Are they just stupider than you? He says this stupider. 
<laughs> and then and, and Hitchens goes on. He says, he says, well, he says, I'll answer your question. He's like, he says, yes, I do think I'm smarter than the average American. Uh, <laughs> to which I would agree. Yes. Uh, even dead, he's smarter than the average American. <laughs> the average Trump voter. Yeah. Well, no. The average Trump voter is brain dead. Um, I think we can say that safely. Um, but so, so anyway, so okay. So let's get back to the story. So... Um, Kevin and Sam Sorbo have teamed up with conservative commentator Sean Hannity. Oh God! Yeah, okay. to bring hope at a time when they say the word desperately needs it. Hannity joined the. When husband, does the world not need hope? According um, to these nutbags, I don't know. So Hannity joined the husband and wife duo in making the new feature film. <clears throat> Let There Be Light. <laughs> a fictional movie about the world's greatest atheist. Okay. <laughs> For limited release, I who has a Who, check this out, who has a near-death experience and comes back with a new view on life. Uh, why do they keep... Oh, okay. <laughs> Come on, give me a break. They, you know, they, 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 they rehatch these old stupid things yep. because they have... Zero leg to stand on. There is no way you can attack this from an intelligent angle. We know what near-death experiences are. We know what happens when the brain is lacking oxygen and mm-hmm. you get tunnel vision yeah. and you start seeing people that aren't that, that aren't alive anymore. Yeah, I think um, Russell Glasser from uh, Atheist Experience. Mm-hmm. I think it was him that I that I heard say the first time. He's like. We call them near-death experiences because you're not dead. <laughs> Otherwise, they'd be death experiences. <laughs> and if and I think he says something like, if someone ever has a death experience and comes back, yeah. then we've got something to talk about. Yeah. Um, but near-death is just that, near-death. Yeah. Because... Well, it's, a, it's, a, it's a brain starved of oxygen. Yeah. And what no one, be? at least that's been demonstrated to be true, comes back from the... When you're dead, you're dead. Well, I mean, there are people who have been clinically dead who are brought back to life. But have been brain dead. So, like, brain... Like, okay, Zombie Boy, right? The the alleged Jesus, right? Yeah. After three days, his brain would be... Oh, after three days, yeah, you're dead. Gelatin? Gooey? I I don't know exactly how much decomposition happens inside the body in three days. It wouldn't be good. Probably not, no. Right. I mean, like all his, all the the bacteria inside his gut would start liquefying his insides. Right. And then you get the smell, which is what the smell is caused from. It's just basically you're rotting, right? And nice. the bacteria in your body eating what's left. Okay. <laughs> so, um, the trio basically shared this story. We live in a very, very dark world. And it's darker and darker all the time. And all the anger and frustration, Kevin Sorbo told uh, the Billy Hollowell podcast on Thursday, um, saying that the current climate shows that people are desperately looking for something. (laughs) So I don't know. Either Kevin Sorbo is a speechwriter for Trump or Trump is a speechwriter for Kevin Sorbo. (laughs) Because he's like very, very dark and darker, darker. You know, it's like, and we know like Trump cannot say a single yeah. word. It's bigly, yeah, dark. It's you know very, very, really, really, yeah, yeah. super duper. Yeah. Um, there's never just one. These are gonna be 
bad things. Really bad things. Really, really. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to be able to believe <laughs> how bad it's going to be. Bad guys. Believe me. They're bad my, guys. My, be- my favorite Trumpism ever, or I shouldn't say ever, thus far, yeah. my favorite Trumpism is when he was asked about his humility. And he said to, I don't remember. Love what she has none. No. <laughs> so I don't remember who he said this to. And, and I think it's because I got booted in the side of the head with what he said. Oh, right. This is, yeah, okay. I he said, this is before I'm, he got elected. Yeah, I'm, I'm very humble. In fact, I don't think you can understand how humble I am. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Really? Oh, my God. I don't think you can understand how humble I am. I don't have enough palms <laughs> and enough faces. Yeah, yeah. We need more palms and more faces. So we, I don't know when uh, we can look for this, this movie. Oh, did you hear what the other shit about Sean... Speaking of Sean Hannity, did you hear about this, this uh, shit over the past week? So... you got to be a little bit more specific when okay. you talk about Hannity. So, um, Sean Hannity said some crazy... I don't, so I don't remember all of the follow-up, but basically, Sean Hannity on his Fox TV... Um, abortion said uh, some crazy shit and Keurig right the coffee yeah, machine yeah. thing they pulled their ads good from his show what did he say he w- I don't remember what he said but he went on the next day telling his listeners if they own Keurigs to take them out in the street and smash them oh my god the next day Volvo pulled their ads <laughs> from his show Good. Which I think is hysterical. Now, I, I mean, I don't know if how... If you own a Volvo, go out and smash it. Exactly. Well, I hate Volvos anyway. But um, that's, hey, a diff- that's a different story. Great car company. Um, they're, uh, remember that? <laughs> so we're going to go off on a bunch of tangents. Remember that movie Crazy People from a bunch of years ago? Um, mm. Dudley Moore, Daryl Hannah. Oh, okay, yeah. I, remember. Um, I never saw it, but I remember what it was. It was very, very funny. So uh, Dudley Moore played an ad guy who loses his mind okay. and he wants to write honest ads. So he starts, he, what well, they send him, destroy the advertising business. They sent him to an asylum and he starts working with all the people who are committed there and they start writing honest ads <laughs> and they start, re- they start putting them out there. They start sending them off to these ad companies and stuff like that. I think that's exactly, I think that's kind of what happened. And uh, so some of them are like Volvos. They're boxy, but they're good. Because <laughs> this is like from the 80s, right? When yeah, Volvos yeah, yeah. were super boxy. Oh, yeah, they were very um, And like the one for Jaguar was funny. Jaguar, for men who want hand jobs from women they hardly know. Um, <laughs> but one of my favorites was Porsche, of course, because I'm a, I'm a Porsche fan, right? This is Porsche, they're too small to get laid in. But you can be sure you'll get laid the second you get out. <laughs> And Metamucil was a good one too. Metamucil, if you don't take it, you'll get cancer and die. <laughs> <laughs> and they had like bus ads and shit. And the one for the one for Jaguar was hysterical because they had like the little pull. You know, remember how it used to they used to have the bus ads and there was a little tear off thing yeah, saying yeah, I yeah, wanted yeah. more information. So the one for Jaguar was yes, I want a hand job, <laughs> and you peeled it off. <laughs> so it's very funny. Um, so anyway, but yeah, getting off course. So. Um, so Sean Hannity, like he worked a part of like the production squad to do this whole thing because he's a he's a nutball right wing Christian, um, Jeebus freak. Yeah, and he's also a huge Trump supporter. Yeah, massive, massive. So um, I'm getting into two, you know, dark, dark, very, very massive, <laughs> massive. Uh, it's all downhill from here. 
Uh, next thing you know, I'll be voting for Patrick Brown. Um, I will personally shoot you in the face <laughs> if you ever do. Nice. <laughs> or hit me with your spiked club. <laughs> um, yeah, so so this, these, these guys, I mean... The, the whole the whole atheist thing, I, and again, like we talked about last week, I don't want to go the whole, you know, kind of um, fall, root of fallacy, but I've never, I've never met any, I've never encountered a non-believer who would say they're a non-believer for the reasons a lot of Christians think people are non-believers. Right, I hate God. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, oh, yeah, and there uh, aren't yeah. All these other, all these other really weird and wonderful things. They're saying I hate the tooth, I hate the tooth fairy, or I hate the Easter Bunny. You, you cannot hate something that doesn't exist. Yeah, and although and although we can't demonstrate that God doesn't exist, um, it's you know like if if we go on if we go on probabilities or if we go on lack of evidence, yeah. say you know I I simply am not convinced. I could be wrong. I'm simply not convinced. Show me some evidence. Um, and if you can convince me, I'll believe it. <laughs> I'll, if you convince me, I'll have no choice. Exactly. I'll have to accept it. Just evidence is all we need. All right. Who's so, that, uh, who is it that was saying that if... It was Richard Dawkins at, at, at well, the show we went to go see. If a, if a big booming voice came from the sky and said, I am God, I created everything. And he goes, well, I kind of... That would, be, that would be kind of convincing, but not yeah, totally exactly. convincing because they'd have to know where the voice came from. Exactly, it's like how do I know exactly made it? Yeah, how do I know it didn't come from my own head that I didn't imagine it? Yeah, right. Okay, moving on to the next story. We're gonna be a long time, man. If we're only doing one story every twenty-five minutes. <laughs> uh, okay. From Christianity Today. Here we go. Okay. Um, last Sunday. As Christians and churches across the United States observed an international day of prayer, um, dozens were gunned down in a sanctuary in small town Texas. So we talked about this before. Yeah. Okay. Horrible, um, horrible turn of events. Right. Exactly. So I I find it, but this is the first time they were talking about. This is the first time it's been mentioned that what they were talking about, right? An international day of prayer. Wouldn't God kind of be in on an international day of prayer? You'd think you'd know about it, yeah. Um, you didn't get the memo? I guess not. And so, so the article goes on to say, it's like, on days like this, uh, when the suffering comes close to home, it's so important to remember that these victims and those who suffer around the world every day because of their faith um, are our brothers and sisters. So what they're doing here is they're talking about Christian persecution. Yeah, which happens where? No, it doesn't. Exactly. The only people who are suffering because of their faith are the people, are the children of people who refuse to take them to doctors. Yeah, yeah, Those I would say that. Suffering from or, their faith. Or if you're in a if you're in a nation where there's a lot of religious infighting or turmoil, like if you're somewhere like uh, I remember reading in Letter to a Christian Nation by Sam Harris. When he uh, he lists a bunch of countries where the warring factions are fighting each other, yeah, right. You know where didn't Ireland come to some sort of agreement just recently? Oh, I'm not aware of that. Okay, like you mean between the the Protestants and the Catholics? Some, there was some kind of some kind of you know like like we'll stop fighting or something to that effect. That'd I, be I good. That would be great. It'd be but. good. I mean that's that that those are two. That's a good example actually of two sects of mainstream Christianity, Protestantism. And Catholicism, yeah. 
fucking slaughtering each other for decades. Yeah. Decades and decades. Well, that was, it was, was it, was it Chris Rock who said, just, and it, it just goes to show you that in a country with no Jews, blacks, or Mexicans, people can still inter- improvise. <laughs> exactly. And what's funny in the whole thing is, and I mean, they're, they're killing themselves over rival interpretations. Yeah. Of the of same, the same book. fucking book. Unbelievable. So, but, so they're talking about this whole thing because of course it goes back to the shooter, probably an atheist, whatever. We talked, we talked about that ad nauseum, um, last week, but it, this is not, this is not Christian persecution. Christianity is the overwhelming majority religion in the United States. Huge. 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 How is it that I, I, I haven't seen another example of where the majority, because they're not screaming from the corners where they're being persecuted. Yeah. They're screaming from everywhere because they're the majority. They're screaming from all over the place. We're being persecuted. We're being persecuted. They're screaming it's like, from the pulpit. <laughs> Hello. There's they, more of you than anybody yeah, else. Yeah, they keep saying war on Christmas and stuff like that. Yeah, it's like, war on where Christmas, do war you Christmas. live with a war on Christmas? Yeah, exactly. Um, I was at the mall this past weekend. Oh my God, there's no war on Christmas. <laughs> I know, it's crazy how it's already just kind of barfed everywhere. Um, Open Doors, an organization that fights against uh, the persecution of Christians, <laughs> uh, put, out a put out their 2017 World Watch List. And this World Watch List lists a bunch of countries where Christians are persecuted. Mm. Um, what's really interesting among them is, or what's conspicuous by its absence, not the United States, <laughs> North Korea, Somalia, Afghanistan, Pakistan, Sudan, places where Christianity Syria, is not Syria, the majority and religion, Iraq, exactly. Yeah, which so that's is what, what we, you call persecution. Which is what we said two minutes ago. Where if you're in another country, of course. So what this? But that's what, not persecution. Just no. because Christianity isn't majority religion. It doesn't mean it's persecution. Oh, it does, though. All of those religions, from what I have heard, I, I don't hear in the news all the time that Hindus are going after the Christians or the Muslims are killing Christians. I, I think it does happen. I don't know how, maybe it was, there's some occasions where we don't hear about it, and yes. maybe it happened more in the past, but... There's much more infighting amongst these groups than there are fighting between the groups i think i think for the most part you're i think for the most part you're right and i don't have the facts for sure email us at the carogers.com and tell us what we don't know <laughs> um but it the issue here is like, it seems to me like it's almost like you know like oh poor christians they can't dominate everywhere <laughs> like, fuck off. like honestly and you know, and they're talking about how, you know, to support each other and stuff like that. And they're talking, of course, thoughts and prayers, um, which is the best way to do nothing. Yeah. Thoughts and prayers. So we're only, what, we're less than two weeks out, right, from this, from this horrible massacre. And you have to grieve, right? Support each other. Support other people. Fine. Um, and, and don't wait for something to fix itself, right? If you're, if you're waiting for you know, the Lord on high to come down and solve your problems, yeah. you're going to die waiting. Well, if my car breaks down and I sit there with thoughts and prayers for my yeah. car, it's never going to get fixed. So and remember, I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> so remember a couple months back when you had the issue with your car? I'm like, hey, man, like Shannon was out of town. Yeah. I'm like, hey, just come use the car. Yeah. 
<laughs> just imagine how much less it would have helped if I prayed for you. Exactly. <laughs> You've got a car, I've got a car here sitting in my driveway that I'm not using, but I'll pray for you. Exactly. <laughs> See, now the dickhead in me is like, that's what I'm going to do if it happens again. <laughs> I'll just pray for you. That would be hilarious. Uh, but I want to do it. I want to tell you when you're looking at me. Well, So I can just watch the fucking steam come out of your ears. <laughs> what? You fucking kidding me? Well, this past weekend we did have a whole bunch of car troubles and it was horrible. Oh yeah, but you've got your fucking electric car, so you can't boost me. I uh, yeah, I can't. We can't boost you with a hybrid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We we were told we were very specifically told by the dealership not to attempt to boost someone with a hybrid. Yeah, um, I don't know what it'll do, and I'm never gonna find out. <laughs> <laughs> never, because I think the batteries for that car are like nine grand. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even ask you to. Yeah. I mean, it's a brand new car and everything. And and my my battery. I mean, I needed I needed a new battery anyway. Right. I opened up the hood and the battery got this all this corrosion and shit on it. So I bought a new battery and I couldn't get it connected properly. Oh. The positive terminal wasn't tight. It was. Ju- it would just if I pulled on it, it would just come off. Oh yeah. So I didn't know how to like. That's what so, she said. So yeah, I was calling the dealer and they were too busy and I took it to a different dealer and like I co- went to Canadian Tire they didn't even have the battery for my car right. so I went to the dealer and a different dealer and then they needed it for a bunch of hours and it's just like oh my god meanwhile I got the two kids with me and my wife's at work it's just ugh internet's not working at home it was just a fucking comedy of errors cancer porn horrible <laughs> Pornhub was down well I'm just saying like no I know it's, it's no really- internet and you got two young boys who are used to just watching YouTube or whatever, or or Netflix or playing porn games. Hub. Like, yeah. well, yeah, and I got no porn. <laughs> I mean, come on. It's like when I got no porn, I got my good stuff saved on a drive, so I'm good. Oh, there you go. <laughs> you got your you got your daddy's work. Do not look. <laughs> this is this is daddy's work file. <laughs> no, it's got a nice uh, yeah. um, password. Uh, yeah. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, Locked. Directly. Oh, okay. It's not like fucking alphanumeric retinal, retinal scan and <laughs> fucking blood sample locked. Yeah, it's like Gattaca. I got to go through. Ding. Yeah. Prick my finger. Okay. I wanted to talk more. I thought this was really good because there's been a couple more comments uh, about this. Um, so CNN reported, and this is uh, by uh, Sophie Tatum. There's another name, another name I can work with from... Um, November 13th, from Washington. So we talked about this before. Virginia voters uh, just elected the first openly transgender candidate to, awesome. the, to the Virginia uh, House of Delegates on Tuesday, last Tuesday, right? So her name is Danica Roam, which I don't think we talked about. But she, un- she unseated the incumbent bo- uh, delegate Bob Marshall, the dude who wrote the fucking transgender bathroom bill. <laughs> oh, my God. Right? He had been elected. Listen to this. This is, this is how, this is how when somebody was somebody running, right in a climate of change. Listen to this. Yeah. She unseated a guy, who had been elected thirteen times over twenty six years. Wow. Okay. That's great. And she ousted him, which is fucking awesome. Um. And I didn't get a chance to read this before, so uh, so she's quoted as saying, "Tonight, voters chose a smart." solutions-oriented trans leader over a, div- uh, over a divisive, divisive anti-LGBTQ demagogue, sending a powerful message to anti-trans legislators all across the nation. 
Um, and this that was by uh, Aisha C. Uh, Moody Mills, president and CEO of the Victory Fund, the political actions committee that works to increase the number of openly LGBTQ officials in all levels of government. So the other reason that I wanted to talk about this, because we didn't mention it last week when we first talked about it. Um, so Dems got victories in Virginia, in New York, and in New Jersey, right? Uh, Chris Christie, right? He retired, or he's not, he's not running again for governor, right? So they, they've got a new uh, Dem governor in there and stuff like that. But something that they, they talked about on CNN a little bit, and they, it's been mentioned over a, a couple different places, but I think it's important, and I'm speaking now, we're speaking now to all of our American voters, do not get complacent. Because 2018 is just around the corner, which is yeah. their next, which is America's next opportunity mm-hmm. to, in, to impact change, right? It happened with Virginia because the way Virginians voted, they flipped the House of Delegates. It's now, it's now Democratic. Good. Right, as opposed to Republican. That's a huge fucking deal. <clears throat> Have you ever been to Virginia? No. Um, it ain't too forward. <laughs> it ain't too um, forward thinking. Yeah. I've been I was in this little town called Leesburg, Virginia, mm-hmm. uh, which is a gorgeous town. But uh, just outside of Leesburg, it gets hicky. Uh, so in other words, I don't want to go there. Probably not. Yeah. Not unless you... No. <laughs> in fact, I'm just going to say, unless you... Uh, no, just, okay. just no. Go white. Go in whiteface. Oh, yeah. So, all right, now we move on to our next story. Wait, wait, before we oh. do that, I was, just, I, I was just looking something up because I thought it'd be interesting. Um, the Texas mass shooting happened on November 5th. Right. Um, it is now, what's the date today? 15th. November 15th. So, um, that's 10, ten days. 10 days. Um, between since since the mass shooting, I want to know how many mass shootings there have been since the Texas one that happened at the church. Do we want to know this? I can only I honestly I can only think of one, and that's the one in Northern California the other day. How many do you think there are? Well, I'm going to go with with what you said before, and I'm going to say ten. Thirteen. Fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. There have been 13, 13 in 10 days. In 10 days. There was a reprieve after the Texas mass shooting. There was nobody. There was no mass shootings for four days. For four days? Yeah. They didn't even get through a work week. So on the 9th, there was a mass shooting in Mapleton, um, UT. I guess that's Utah. I don't Utah. Know. Um, so with four dead. Um, and then on the same day in Philadelphia, there was a mass shooting. And then the next day... There was a mass shooting in Scottsdale. Again, this is on the uh, on the same day, the tenth. There was another mass shooting in Trotwood. Um, o H is Ohio, Ohio. Um, and then the on the eleventh, there were three: New Orleans, Dallas, and Fayetteville. And then there were four on the twelfth, um, and two on the fourteenth. Listen, this is not a gun problem, Dean. <laughs> Sorry, I can't even get through that state. I can't, can't even say it with a straight face. Talk about this right now. This isn't the time. No. What the fuck <laughs> needs to happen? I mean, how many people are dying? I mean, like, these are these are mass now, shootings. Now mass these shootings are, is three or more or four or more. I think it's three. Or, I, I, is it I think three? I don't know if it's three or more because there's in the one of them it's three dead and one injured. 
But I mean, like these are the numbers. These are five, uh, two dead, two injured, three dead, one injured, um, uh, one dead, four injured. I mean, it's. I think if if memory the shooters serves, are unknown for most of them. Really, if memory serves, um, the U.S. refers to a mass shooting as four or more. That's what was. That's the. I th- I that's the definition that was given for uh, in Australia. Oh, was it? it was oh, four okay. or more, and just the U.S. adopted it, or I don't know. Maybe that. Maybe that's a universal one. Wow. But How fucked are, up to a world do we live in where they have a universal yeah. understanding for mass shootings? Yeah. So I don't know if it's like four more people were shot. Or four more people died. Hey, 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 how many mass shootings have there been in Canada in 2017? Zero. I, I'm pretty sure it's zero. I'm pretty sure it's zero. Um, I mean, okay, this is this is the whole thing, because the, the, the site that I went to has all of them for 2017, which is not yet over, and there <sighs> are 384. It's already more than one a day. More than one a day. Already more. Well, 13 in the past 10 days. Yeah. Wow. So... the. N- not in all of them did people die, but people multiple people were shot and injured. Unreal. Unreal. Well, listen, let's talk about... I got a feel-good story here. Please. Not really. This is making me sick. Not really. This is from the Religious News Service. Roy Moore. Uh, <laughs> we're going to talk <laughs> about this. Let's talk... Pedophile bastard. about Roy Moore. Have you heard this? Have you heard this guy talk? Yeah, because it wasn't wasn't it like one of these Fox News guys that were talking that was he talking sounds to him? like Boomhauer. <laughs> <laughs> t- really. He doesn't really sound like Boomhauer, but he's just this side of Boomhauer. Yeah. Yeah. And he is a creepy motherfucker. He's way creepy motherfucker. He's he was fucking, trolling the fucking mall. He was he tro- was ba- how, how bad <laughs> do you have to be to get banned from a mall? From a mall in Oklahoma. Malls are doing oh, Alabama, whatever they can to pull people in there. They let old people walk around. I know. They're the just, mall's not even open. Come in and walk around. <laughs> they just want people in the place to see them. And they're banning this guy because he's such a fucking creep. And there's got to be only one mall in Alabama anyway, right? <laughs> I mean, how many malls can there be? Oh, where is he going to meet young girls? Oh, I don't know. He's going to hang around the 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 the. the, the it's not even high school. He's nope. going to hang around the, the middle schools. Exactly. <sighs> but conservatives are jumping to Roy Moore's defense. Of course, why not? Let the fucker be diddle all your daughters then. Yep. Now, did you hear the the funniest one? The funniest defense was invoking the story of Joseph and Mary and the story in the Bible. What? Yep. Yep. Because... I'm sure there's a lot of stories of pedophilia in the Bible, but because I, I, after this one all, I don't remember. Because after all, Joseph and Mary weren't married. It's, it's got nothing to do with and, marriage. No, I, well, you know, and he was older. This is what someone what? was Joseph thirty in his mid thirties <laughs> trolling for a thirteen year old Mary. That's right. He was older. They weren't married, and a, they didn't have sex. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, this is this is the the depth. I'm not saying that Mary didn't have sex, but the two of them didn't. Have sex. Oh no, Mary, Mary. And it's funny. Whenever I think about that, I always go back to something that Christopher Hitchens said in one of the debates. He said, he said, uh, he said, you can. He said, you know, what's more plausible? Yeah, yeah. That the laws of nature have been suspended so that 
uh, a virgin can instance. yeah a virgin can give birth, or or a Jewish mink should tell a lie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what's more likely yeah. here? And basically, yeah, um, Mary spread them, and somebody got to her, and that's how Bibi came along. I mean, who knows? Maybe she was maybe she was raped, and she was too too uh, too um, uh, embarrassed to to say anything. Yep. That's a possibility, too. So, <laughs> now, the what, what's really funny, there's a thing on CNN yesterday. Moore has come out and said this, this one person who, who said he, um, he, uh, he assaulted her in the, rest, like, what, the restaurant. Yeah, somewhere. yeah. And I don't he, know this woman. I've never been to that restaurant. I've never been to the restaurant. She pulls I don't out. Know where, I don't even know where the restaurant is. She pulls out the, her fucking yearbook. Yeah. Where he signed it, love Roy Moore, and then wrote the name of the fucking restaurant in too. <laughs> you are a lying motherfucker. You are a fucking liar. Yeah. You tried to diddle a kid, and now it's catching up with you. Well, I was watching The Daily Show, and Trevor Noah was like, it's like the past him is ratting out the future him. <laughs> exactly. And what's really funny, you know, one of the, one of the other, um, one of the other conservative, his conservative supporter said, why are we talking about this? The statute of limitations has long expired. There's no statute of limitations on rape. It w- wasn't rape. Well, whatever. He's, it's and so he's apparent- creepiness. There's no statute of limitations <laughs> right. on being a fucking creep either. That's right. there, there, yeah. Or if there is, there shouldn't be. But anyway, apparently, according... So I looked this, I looked this up. Apparently, the charges that he, that would, that he would be um, possibly, possibly charged with... Mm-hmm. The statute of limitations would have expired in 1987. Okay. So, because he wasn't, because there was no penetration, right? Yeah. Which is what, which according to Alabama, that's the statute for rape. Now, what's really funny is, is they don't talk about what kind of penetration, right? So if I give someone a wet willy (laughs) against their will (laughs) as penetration, I could be charged with sexual assault. Um, But they don't have sexual assault in the U.S. It's rape. Um, but there's no sexual assault. No, it's, uh, I don't think it's deemed the same way. Um, oh no, it's, there's no rape in Canada. It's sexual assault in Canada. That's right. Oh, there's no, okay. We don't call it rape. We call no, it sexual we assault. call it sexual assault. But okay. Whatever. So, so anyway, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because, but what does that matter? Right. Whether the statute limited, that doesn't change the fact that it, that he did it. Yeah. And he's lied about it and he's tried to cover it up and everything else like that. And, and he used to troll the malls. I mean, people, people, uh, witnesses yep. say they, they put him there. He was there every weekend. Yep. That's just yep. fucking creepy anyway. You fucking slice it. I don't care when it happened. Yep. Now, uh, Reverend Robert Franklin, professor of moral leadership at the Emory University's Chandler School of Theology in Atlanta. Please say, don't tell me this guy's coming to his defense. Say that three times fast. Well... He told the Washington Post reporter that more that the allegations about Moore represent a test of moral consistency for evangelicals. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yep. That's yep. a pretty fucking good test. See if you can keep your uh, keep uh, keep your morals consistent with backing up this yeah. dude. But he he kind of falls away pretty quickly, and. Franklin says, as for Moore himself, 
Franklin suggested there, that they were better. <laughs> Hold on to your seat. <laughs> Classical evangelical remedies. They consist of confession, sincere prayer, <laughs> as opposed to the insincere prayer, and remorse, and perhaps isolation. So if he sits in a room by himself and prays and says that he's sorry, what was the first one? Confession. Confession. And he sits in a room and tells somebody else. Yeah. Then he's fine. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. So, uh, Reverend... This is a mental issue, and no one has said anywhere that he needs to seek professional help. You just did. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Dean Roberts, the lone voice of reason, speaks out. One of these, the first thing on that list... First of all, is to get rid of the list. The second thing (laughs) is to go get fucking professional help. This guy's got a mental issue. All these people Mm. do. He's a little rapey. You feeling a tad rapey? A tad rapey. A little rapey? Out going for a rape, are you, bud? Exactly. (laughs) Uh, I got my list. I got a list. I got rape on my list. I got, you know, milk. Um, (laughs) Fuck. Like, unbelievable. So, so we did this last week, right? So, uh, maybe we can make, like, a tradition of this. So, last week... Uh, it was the, it was the priest from Yorkshire. Remember the one who was sentenced for molesting those kids. Yeah. And this week it's Reverend Robert Franklin. Uh, you're a piece of shit for suggesting that a, you know, at 14 years old. I'm sorry, but that's a pedophile. Um, at at 14 years old, we can just have some confession, and everything good. Mm-hmm. Get good with God. Just, yeah, just sure. Get good with God. It's not And not public confession. Yeah. It's sitting in a booth with somebody who'll tell you to say some words. Yep. Over and, a cross. And maybe and even... all good. Maybe even most concerning is according to a Pew Research poll, 49% of Alabama adults are evangelical Protestants who would still vote for Roy Moore. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. But then they they said but but this, the 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 government was coming down hard on it. Apparently, so there's there's a lot of calls for uh, so the the RNC, the Republican National Committee, has yeah. pulled funding, so they're not helping him raise money anymore for his campaign. Um, but wasn't he like banned from the house or something like that? I don't know. But even Mitch McConnell, like you know turtle turtle dude, yeah. Um, even Mitch McConnell came out and said he is unfit to 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 sit in the Senate. Yeah. And he should step away. Um, I think Trump has been silent so far. I don't think Trump has said anything yet. Um, what he needs to do, if he has any kind of moral character at all, is, well, you know what could be interesting? What could be interesting is to let him go and see if he wins. And if he wins, fire him. <laughs> Say, you, you, like, thank you, and now I need your resignation. Uh, if he wins, that's fucking disgusting. Yeah, if he wins, but then... You know, and 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 it's hard because that's now that's me wanting to see the look on Roy Moore's face if Trump could do something as morally crisp and pure as that. Yeah. To see if he could actually do that. Yeah. To say I want to I want to congratulate Roy Moore on a uh, on a well fought campaign, and now I'd like to ask him for his resignation yeah. because he's unfit to serve. That would be fucking amazing. It would be. I bet you there would be happen, some though. people who would fucking... I bet you there would even be some lefties 
who would fucking cheer for Trump doing that. Yeah. Because that, because that, because that, that would be a total good that he did. There's, there's no way that Trump's going to do that. Because Trump no. doesn't. Fuck no, he ain't doing that. He doesn't even see. I'm, I'm, I. I don't think he gives a shit. I don't think he even knows what rape is. No, I'm sure he's. I'm sure he's, he's going come around close to grabbing committing women it. by the foot, exactly. grabbing women by the pussy. I mean, yeah. and bragging about it. Did you hear what Ivanka said today? Mm. That that uh, that um, she thinks, and I, I hope I get this right because I saw it only very briefly. But she said that she hopes that her dad will not endorse, will not speak for, and will condemn Roy Moore, basically. Uh, Sorry, I don't, this was uh, Ivanka. Okay, I don't think he, I don't think Trump himself has said anything. And the hard part is, is that all Roy Moore has to do is go to Washington, give Trump a handy in the in the Oval Office, <laughs> and he'll be good, right? If he if Roy Moore goes out tomorrow and gives a speech about how fucking unbelievable Trump did overseas and stuff like that, Trump will immediately get a heart on, cream his pants, and he will endorse Roy Moore. Yep. All you gotta do is say Donald cater Trump. To, cater is to his fucking the best. Ego. He's got the best words. <laughs> All the best words. You have no idea how humble I am. Uh well. Just, uh, hey, we gotta go back to uh, okay. So Canadian story. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, global news. Bill C sixty two, right? The face covering uh, ban. Yep. There was a really interesting protest over the weekend. Did okay. you hear about this? No, I didn't hear. So a group of Montrealers. Um, were standing with their faces covered in front of a bus stop. Very nice. And the argument was um, transit employees are civil servants. Yeah. They're receiving a civil service. And they were they were just wearing the, the, um, the medical masks. Okay. Yeah, I was just saying, like, they should cover their faces in a bunch of different ways. Like, wear, like, a, like a Halloween mask and a yeah. hospital mask and somebody wear a burqa, whatever. One of the other things was um, the bus driver was wearing one too. I, I think just in support. Okay. Right? The bus driver was doing as well in support. And, um, so one of the core, the, one of the organizers of the uh, protest, Catherine, uh, Jezer Morton said, the whole bill is a really unfair restriction on people's movements and their, and the fundamental rights as Quebecers. I think it goes beyond Quebec. I think it's for anybody. Yeah. But this is a Quebec thing, right? She said, we're basically standing in solidarity with people whose lives are going to be affected by the ban, who will be unable to access things like public transit by when wearing a niqab or other uh, public services. And uh, so this, t- this took place on a southbound Park Avenue 80 bus, and this was a Friday morning. And the, uh, apparently, that is one of the busiest routes in downtown Montreal. Okay. So good. thousands of people utilizing it every day. So it got good coverage and everything else like that. So I think it's good. And hey, you know what else? So did, did what? Like, oh, go ahead. Nobody died. <laughs> what What happened to these people though? I mean, it's part of the law not to do that now, right? Right. So, um, but th- th- it says that they were allowed to. They were allowed to access the services. I guess that. I guess it hasn't come into either hasn't come into effect yet, or because it was a peaceful protest, they were allowed to do it. It's, Which is good. It's just, it's, it's a ridiculous law. Yeah. Almost uh, impossible to enforce. Like, what does the bus driver say? Sorry, you can't get on. Yeah. And close the doors in, the, in these people's covered faces? Yeah. 
Um, so now, coming to our last news story. Yes. I figured I'd end on another High note? Ha- happy note. <laughs> okay, this is just for you. <laughs> okay. Thank you. This is uh, from uh, Wednesday, November 8th, 2017, from The Guardian. And this this follows in a... Um, the Guardian, is that a reputable news source? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Other podcasts use it a lot. <laughs> and and this is... Well, I, I checked this out. This is also Does reported Hannity on... Does Hannity use it? <laughs> probably not. This is also reported on, um, on uh, CNN. Oh, this is in our last story. I have one more. Oh, great. Okay. Okay, good. So we're not going to end on a happy note. So, <laughs> so it's a revolution. Polygamist sect loses power in Utah for the first time. Majority control of the town council of Hilldale, Utah, is now set to transfer from the sect, and a new female mayor will be taking office. But Utah's all about the having multiple wives, are they? Yep. They're Mormons. Yep. So what happened? So in Hillsdale, is no they get to pick their wife from a? Oh no, that's a, what the people that want, the ones that get to pick their wife from a catalog. Um, you mean like Sears? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I think that's um, Scientology. Oh, maybe, maybe we'll get Tom Cruise on. We'll ask him. Um, or something like that. What's the one that would the 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 guy who's who's running for, who's the vice president? Mitt Romney. For, yeah, Romney. What what, what is he? He was Mormon. Yeah, so magic they, underwear, the whole. Yeah, thing. they've got they've got the whole catalog deal. Really? Yeah. Wow. Do they have like are there is like the Sears catalog where there are some in lingerie and shit like that? <laughs> I've never seen one, but I don't think so. You haven't seen the, you've seen the Sears catalog. I've, Come on, every teenage I've Canadian boy masturbated catalog. to that catalog. Oh yeah. Come on. So, a fundamentalist religious sect that commands its women women members to wear pioneer-era dresses, um, and that has become infamous for mass polygamy and child marriage, appears to have lost its power. Three non-fundamentalist council members are reported to have lost, or pardon me, three non-fundamentalist council are reported to have won and unseated their incumbents in a landslide victory uh, in Hillsdale, Utah. This is, again, during the elections last week. So uh, Donna Jessup fully expects, because the, the vote's been tallied, but now she needs to be confirmed after basically they go through the, vote, the whole counting process, yeah. is going to be confirmed. Now, it's funny. So I want to give credit to uh, the guys from Thank God I'm Atheist, yeah. uh, because this is where I first heard about this story, and it was really cool, and that's why I wanted to talk about it. But Frank and Dan, uh, they were the ones who I heard, uh, I heard first, so I'm going to give full credit to them. This is, not, you know, this is where I got the story. But anyway, so Frank and Dan are former Mormons uh, in Utah, right? And Hills, Hills, this town, Hillsdale, basically what used to happen was is the people would get together and they'd say, okay, Bob's going to be mayor. And they, they, some, they would just bypass the electoral process and institute this person as mayor. How do they do that? I don't know. Or they would rig the ballot boxes. They would do stuff like this, but the super fundamentalist Mormon town. They were just getting away with this shit for decades. Wow, okay. Decades and decades. And um, one of the things that they attribute this to is there's a campaign in the U.S. called Just Run. And it was a grassroots campaign that started after Trumple Stilson got elected. Yeah. And what it was basically is people going out and saying, listen, if, you, if you're in a small town anywhere 
or you think you can do a better job, register for the next election or something like that and just put your name on the ballot. Just run. And these people are winning. These people are winning seats. That's awesome. Which is hysterical. But you have these towns that are like crazy fundamentalist and think they can do whatever the fuck they want. And all of a sudden they're like, what do you mean? What do you mean I'm not mayor? Yeah, we t- we talked about this. We s- we decided I was going to be mayor, and yeah, it's my turn. <laughs> I get to be mayor. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm very thrilled about that, and uh, thanks to Frank and Dan for uh, for making that story um, so prominent uh, on their podcast. So they got an atheist. Not going to be able to have multiple wives in at least that city of Utah. Um, I don't know. Well, see, this is where the whole religious freedom comes in, right? I don't know if the mayor has the capacity... I don't know what the mayor has the capacity to do in the U.S. as far as legislation and stuff like that. Polygamy... See, polygamy, at least my understanding in the U.S., is illegal. So they don't have multiple wives. They have one registered wife, and then they have other wives that are taken in temple ceremonies. Oh, okay. So they're... They are married. I've been doing air quotes here. They're married, but on paper, it's just it's so just the one, right? So Bob and Lisa, yeah, right. Hopefully, there's no Bob and Lisa, <laughs> but Lisa is Bob's legal wife. Yeah, but Sally, Norma, Beth, and all these other people are the other wives. Yes, not your mother. <laughs> <laughs> um. Are you know are all the other wives, but not on paper, right? Just according to them, and that's how they sidestep that. Now, is it like the whole argument for multiple wives um, in like the colloquial sense or traditional sense, like way back in the way back in the day, thousands of years ago? Yeah, like you'd get one wife, you'd have kids with her, and then you'd get a younger one, have kids with her, and you'd get a younger one, have kids with her. Yeah, and that kind of deal, and that's how it would go. And the older ones would would help take care of the newer kids and stuff yeah. like that. And so, but you just keep getting in a new wife yeah, because the older, yeah. it's easier for them to have children. And the older one was still considered kind of the matriarch. Yeah, you know, like a position of authority and respect and stuff like that. But is that how they're doing it? They're not marrying like six people at a time. Um. Yeah. Yeah. They are? And, yeah, and it's kind of fucked up some of the things that they're doing. Like, some of the stories that I've heard, and they talk, and we had this, this shit was going on in Canada, too. Really? In, oh, you didn't hear about this? Little town called Bountiful, British Columbia. Was a polygamy. I'm packing my bags and head out to Bountiful. <laughs> well, so, and the, and the founder of this polygamous state was a guy named Winston Blackmore. I think Winston Blackmore is now in prison. Mm. Because what he was doing, so they had this whole, um... They had this whole quiverful movement going on in Bountiful. Um, segregated communities. Wow. And Winston Blackmore had like something like 30 wives. Oh, my God. Some as young as 13 years old. Ugh. That's just disgusting. Get the, and he was like in his 40s at this time, right? Get some fucking knock. Now, Winston Blackmore was a prominent businessman. He had a construction job. Mm-hmm. Here's where some of the stuff got kind of interesting. Every one of his... Now... Only his legal wife lived with him. All the other wives had other, uh, you know, other domiciles mm-hmm. where they raised his children and collected welfare. Ah. Oh. 
Yes. And scamming the system, saying that they didn't know who the father was. <sighs> and so, if memory serves, I will look this up. I'll do my best to remember to look this up. But I think Winston Blackmore is now in prison for tax evasion. Yeah. Well, he should be. Because, like, he we're talking... He shouldn't be in prison for tax evasion. He should be in prison for a whole other reason. Yeah. Um, a little rapey. Um, but, yeah, so, like, fraud, like, into the tune of millions and millions of dollars, right? Because this went on for years and years and years, yeah. and years and years and years. With multiple, multiple children from multiple women and all this stuff. And the, these women, you know, like, they just basically got the money and gave it to him. Yeah. He gave him enough to survive, I guess, barely. And that was it. And that was life. Unfucking real. I don't know who wants more than one wife. I mean, I can barely handle the one I got. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not touching that one, brother. <laughs> I'm happily married, man. Shannon's I didn't say awesome. I wasn't happy. I wouldn't want another one, though. <laughs> well, it's, I, I, no, but I. The reason I would not want another wife is be is is more. Well, I'm going to get into it here. We talked about it before. Yeah. I'm jealous. I don't share well. Yeah, but... I don't play well with others. But if you have two wives, you're not sharing them with each other. No, but They're well... They're sharing you. Yeah, but... No, and I can't, I can't do that. I don't understand how... I don't understand... Listen, if you've... <laughs> and, and this goes out to... Like, I have some, uh, some poly friends. Yeah. And Facebook and stuff like that. And hey, as long as you've got... I don't care what it is. As long as we're talking about consenting adults, fire the fuck up. Do whatever the fuck you want. But it doesn't, it doesn't, make, it doesn't make sense to me. I don't understand love with more than one person. Yeah. No, I don't think... I can understand wanting to bang more than one person. Yeah, that's what I think most poly relationships are, though. I think it's mostly they, they have one main partner. Right. And then they go and they just fuck have buddies. fun with other people people yeah i don't get i don't think that. they have like multiple people that because you like who do you live with i don't know i live with my wife exactly like i'm saying they have one main person they live with them and then they have fun with other people that's weird how is this different than the whole fuck what the fuck the mormons do how's that different i don't understand but i don't, I don't get it i but i don't it doesn't it doesn't make sense in my brain no, i can't it's, it's it's i can conceptualize it yeah but I can't reconcile it inside my brain. No, I just, it, I'm, I'm a jealous person as well. And I would always, I would, I would constantly be thinking is like, do they like somebody else more than me or whatever, right? So. Yeah, maybe. And as a jealous person, then I'd have to go kill whoever that other person is, right? <laughs> if you leave your, if you leave your spike laden club around, <laughs> I'll put it to use when you're gone. Um, but yeah, no, it, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me. But, uh, hey, if you're into that and you've got a bunch of consenting people, fire it the fuck up. Do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Um, as, long as, as long as nobody's getting hurt and everything is legal and we're not talking about kids or things like that. I don't, I don't well, that's fuck. just it. We were talking about this before, right? Like, how do you give yourself completely to more than one person? I don't know you that you can't. can. I don't know that you, you can. Well, the, I, th- I think it's, I think it's uh, you're a, not con- giving a contradiction. Yourself completely. You're not giving yourself it's completely. It's not 100%. Exactly. If there's more than one place, you've got to put that 100%. Yeah. It doesn't work. Unless you're an electron. Because right? you can be in more than one place at the same time. Yes. Um, but that's or a photon. That makes the that makes the sex really fast, right? Zipping in and out, speed of light. <laughs> you can you can be in both holes at the same time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, so now we have to uh, we have to end on a on a less enthusiastic note. A less rapey note. <laughs> no, well, yeah, but it's still a shitty 
It's still a shitty story. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, even though it is no longer legal, there are still many Islamic schools in England that are segregating boys and girls. Uh, Okay. Okay. There are at least 10 Islamic schools in England that are still segregating boys and girls in their educational schools. So this is like, so they have like, it's like Catholic school, but it's. Right. So have you, have you ever been to a mosque? Uh, never been inside one. No. Okay. So, um, I went, my friend Mo, Mohammed. Yeah. Um, bunch of years ago and it was, it was very interesting. I felt this is a very weird thing because I felt both instantly welcome and horribly uncomfortable. Yeah. At the same time. I felt welcome because every single fucking person greeted me with a smile and a handshake. Yeah. Everyone, including the imam, who yeah. knew, who, who who Mo said, like, this is my atheist friend. Yeah. Right? This is... You know, Take Shannon next time and see if she feels as welcome. Exactly. Now, but there was a big fucking curtain. Yeah. Men on one side and women on the other. Yeah. And that's where I felt... Instantly uncomfortable. Didn't didn't like it at all. I didn't I didn't like the setting of it. It made me, it just it gave me the fucking shakes. Yeah. Like right away. And because I you know I identify as a feminist, right? If people say you know it's not the first identifier I use, but I I and I believe in equality. Yeah. Period. End of sentence. Uh, everybody should be treated the same regardless of of how you identify, sex, gender, anything else. Um, so that made me feel uncomfortable. And so. This is one of the, this is some of the things that are happening in the school. So they're they're segregating boys and girls. No, because uh, that instantly that means they're teaching different things to each of them. Exactly. Now and they're also and what's also being taught is the stuff that isn't getting taught or isn't getting talked about. Yeah. Right. That this is the way it should be. Yeah. And the young boys are learning that the girls are less than. And the girls are learning that the girls are less than. Yes. Which might be worse. I'm not sure. It might be worse. It's worse. Uh, it's worse than the fact that they'll accept it. Like when they're older, they'll just accept that they're they're less than. Is is it worse to tell? Yeah. Is it worse to tell a boy? So you have a bunch of that, boys. That's that's a very that's a very good question. Is it worse to tell a bunch of boys? These are, this is the weaker sex. This is, you know, of course I'm just being hypothetical. I don't believe any of this shit. But this is the weaker sex. This is the blah, 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 blah. They cover their bodies. This, all these other things. Is it worse to say that? Or is it worse to tell the girls? You, you know, are a weaker sex. You are you a weaker sex. You that. must cover yourselves up because you are, your bodies are shameful. And I don't know that they say those things, but they don't cover them up for, because they're super happy, crazy about it. Um, and all these other things. Is that worse? Is it more indoctrinating and is it harder to break for the girls? I'm not sure. I don't know. Like maybe both suck just as much. Well, they they both definitely both suck. But I'm just trying to think like like if the 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 internal torment that the girls must go through cuz the boys can easily say, "Okay, the girls are whatever. I'm not them, so I can treat them however I wish." When you're a girl, you're saying, I am less than them, but I don't think I'm... Like, I'm obviously smarter than this dude over here. Yeah, exactly. Because he's a moron. Mm -hmm. 
but I'm less than him. Like that's got to create some kind of because you you want you you meet people all the time and you know, yeah, pretty quickly whether they're idiots or not. Yeah, right. And so if you're talking to an idiot, and you're obviously putting them to shame, uh, with your, uh, capacity, command of yeah. and capacity for learning or whatever. Yeah, but you're less than them. That might be worse. I don't know. I don't know. So, so this has been found out after... This is despite a court ruling outlawing this practice. Okay? Details emerged um, basically when an injunction was filed in, the, in an appeals court on Tuesday. Um, the Association of Muslim Schools, or AMS, is trying to appeal to the Supreme Court to review the segregation ruling to try to get it overturned. Because they no. want to be able to se- they want to be able to segregate. They want to be able to That's segregate. That's gonna be a big old waste of time in yep. the Supreme Court. Yep. How do you possibly think you're gonna win this one? Yep. So the the Al Hajira Islamic School in Birmingham um, was found to have caused unlawful discrimination by formally segregating girls and boys um, from the age of nine. And I guess that's just because that's the age of the um, where the school starts. Or maybe they have the kids together up until age nine. Well, yeah, age nine is when you start, you know, identifying. Getting hair in funny places? <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's like the earliest that puberty starts at. Yeah. I mean, that was, I, like, I didn't start until, what, like 12, 13, whatever. Um, but my cousin um, got her period <clears throat> at nine. Wow. Like how do you how do you explain that to a nine year old? It's like now you're screwed. <laughs> you know what the hard you know what the hard part is is that when I think about stuff like that, the only thing that sticks in my head is from is the thing from South Park, when um, what fuck the teacher says like I just don't trust on the bleeds for five days and doesn't die. Um, yeah, which is which is I'm not, not I don't mean to make light of the, the of the situation, but yeah that that's. That would be f- super fucking scary. For a nine-year-old. That'd be super fucking scary. I mean, it's it's scary for like a 12-year-old, but for a nine-year-old. My my daughter um, uh, got hers early-ish yeah. as well. And yeah, there was some chatting that yeah. had to happen, right? Early, earlier than I was prepared for education. Um so yeah, that was that was hard. Like, so, when do they start talking about it in schools? I mean, you, you I don't remember. I don't for this. I don't remember. Now it's also happening just because hormone. There's talk about hormones and foods and stuff like that, and and things that's happen happening earlier and earlier. Dioxins, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm not I'm not sure. So just like you said, right? So the court heard complaints that boys and girls were being taught different things in different classrooms. Uh, they had to use different corridors. Different play oh area, God. different play areas. So it's like really segregated. And the segregation policy applied to extracurricular clubs and school trips. School trips? Would it be like on different buses or whatever? May, or maybe the girls weren't able to go on that trip because it doesn't. the girls don't need to know that stuff. Yeah. Now, that's, that's my guess. I don't know that that's what happened. But I don't think that's a huge stretch. Yeah. The girls uh, can go either. to the... the, the the back room of the dressmakers yeah and the boys can go to whatever else the gun shop yeah now here's the uh here's the this kind of shook me a little bit the ams right the association of muslim schools mm-hmm. in great britain represent how many schools do you think there are in great britain no muslim schools 
Oh god. Uh 75. I don't 133. Know. Wow, okay. 133 Muslim faith schools. I was guessing high. <laughs> yeah. So so that that that's a problem. Well, now, it depends on demand though, doesn't it? I think it depends on demand. Like sure. they wouldn't build a school if there's nobody gonna, if nobody's going to go to it. No, I guess that that's true. Um like um like my my neighbors, right? Yeah. Um they they send their girls to an Islamic school on Saturdays. Okay. And if, if memory serves it's called Qaeda. Okay. Um where they where they learn, I guess whatever they learn um at an at a Islamic school on that one day a week. It fucking sucks I got to school fucking 6 days a week. <laughs> yeah. And they got to go to fucking church on Sunday and or mosque on Sunday and mosque. They go to mosque on Sunday? Well, Friday's the big yeah. night. Friday night is the big night. But I've watched my neighbor. He goes every day. Every day? He goes every day. He prays every day. Um, yeah, but you can pray every day and not go to a mosque. I think it's a I, it's a thing, right? Where a lot of where a lot of people of the Islamic faith go every day. Every day? Yep. And 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 he does. That sucks. He does. Speaking of key, um, I mentioned this to you briefly. I put it out there. Um, I'm going to be sitting down with my uh, my neighbor and having a conversation that'll be released um, uh, as a, at least a portion of one of our episodes. Um, it's probably he he's a little uncomfortable with the kind of tag team of yeah. you and I, so it's yeah. probably just going to be he and I. Um, but uh, he's, he's totally open to having the discussion. And I'm just going to ask him some questions and see where the conversation goes. So look for that. We're probably going to call it um, My Muslim Neighbor or something like that. Um, but can anyway. I have like, like an earpiece so I can like give you, <laughs> feed you questions and well, stuff? Well, you know, we're going to test the theory. We're going to give you a glass. And you can hold it against the wall <laughs> in the next room. And you can test it, the, sci- the theory scientifically to see if you can actually hear anything. But how do I tell you what questions I have? Um, I don't know. I'll just... Open you can send me little. I'll get little dings on my watch. There you go. Ding, ding, ding. I'll just have to. I'll just have to have the haptics on, so I just get little taps, right? Yeah. Not actual dings. Holy shit, brother! Hour and nineteen minutes. Long one. Yeah. That's what she said. <laughs> That's right. Oh baby. <laughs> Not to Roy Moore though. Um. All right. So that was good. Yeah. We'll try to get back to a fallacy next week, and I do want to discuss. Um, I reached out again. I sent Blake Jinta another message because I, um, I do want to continue the conversation with him. I also did reach out to Matt Delonte about what we talked about last week about him feeling comfortable or uncomfortable mm-hmm. with the mention of the gun comment. He hasn't gone back to me yet, but he's crazy busy. And actually, I felt really bad because um, he's, uh, he and Beth are having to deal with the loss of one of their pets right now. Oh, um, it, well, which hasn't happened yet, but it's imminent. And I feel, I feel bad cause it's, that just fucking sucks. It really does. I've gone so, through it myself. Yeah. It sucks ass. So, um, that's no good. <sighs> okay. But that's enough trouble for us to get into for one. Oh, but Hey, it's the perfect time of day for it's nine 11. <laughs> it <Now>, is too. <laughs> now, Everybody has to remember, I'm not talking 9-11 as in terrorist activity. I am a Porsche freak. And so, and the 9-11 is my favorite car. So, whenever I say, oh, 9-11, I'm not talking about, you know. September 11th. 
I'm not talking about September 11th. I'm talking about 9-11, the most iconic sports car in history. So, but... And you and fucking... Just in you case were, you didn't know, you were, you were Michael is just as crazy about Star Wars as he is about Porsches. Yeah, Porsche. Porsche. I said Thank Porsche. Thank you. Por- Porsches? Yeah, that's good. Okay, yeah. You were making fun of me, though. When I was downstairs playing my Xbox a few weeks ago, you're like, why don't you race a real car? Fuck you, motherfucker. (laughs) Of course, I'm going to be pushing your buttons. I was in a 997. I was in a 997, 911, GT3 RS, 4 liter. That's a real fucking car. Naturally aspirated, 4 liter, flat 6, 500 horsepower? Uh, Come on. Out of a a 4 liter flat 6? Come on. Don't get me started. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> Fuck out. <laughs> oh, all right. Okay, what's your next favorite? Not Porsche. Not Porsche? Oh. Why is it Porsche and not Porsche? I don't know. I didn't name the fucking car. But no, it's but I hear, I hear both. How do you know it's Porsche and Because the people who say Porsche are saying it wrong. No, how do you know that? Because when I was at the Porsche factory museum in Stuttgart... Yeah. They introduce it as "Welcome to the Porsche Factory Museum," okay. and I assume they know what they're saying. Okay, um, I asked you, "How do you know?" Snap, and you told me. <laughs> um, what's my? When f- I ask for evidence, yeah, provide me the evidence, which you just did. What is what is my next? Fa- I don't know. I don't know what my next favorite is, because I am. I there are some Ferraris I enjoy. Mm-hmm. There are some Ferraris that I enjoy. Um, but that's a re- that's a really good question. The new uh, there's been some Audis. Some of the R8s have, have been very nice. Audis are gorgeous. Um, Lotus has put out some beautiful cars over the years. McLaren mm-hmm, mm-hmm, put out some gorgeous mm-hmm. cars. Um, I'll have to give that some thought, <laughs> and I'll have to come back. It's nothing like fuck it. Like I wouldn't piss on the best part of a Corvette because there isn't one. Um, and for the most part, I'm not a big fan of Fords, although the new, the new, new, new Ford GT yeah. is a pretty remarkable piece of engineering. Uh, it, is a, it is not even essentially, it is a race car for the street. Um, it, was a, it was a race car that they homologated for the street instead of vice versa. Yeah. Um, well, all these new cars, like even uh, be- uh, Beamers, are coming out with really high horsepower. Yeah, some of them are. Um, I'm not a big fan of the, of the new, some of the new M's. Like, I don't like the M4. Um, it's like, they should have stuck with the M3. The M3 is iconic. I also don't like the fact that BMW kind of went away from some of their engine, some, from some of their engine designs. Like the old 325i, like, you know, um, 2.5 liter inline six iconic engine. Um, and they kind of went away from that a little bit. Like they've gone to some of the, the V configurations. Well, they, they, they changed it up a lot. I mean, yeah. Um, oh, I should also say the the Mercedes Benz AMG GT. Yeah, is that's, a, that's really nice. Is a, a fairly sweet piece of uh, tech, but but Porsche they have it in they have it in spades, right? So like they have, uh, like from like not nine eleven they have the Cayman, right? Yeah, Cayman amazing car. The Cayman GT four. We were driving behind a Cayman this uh, this weekend. Yeah, so like the Cayman GT four, is. Is like a track is like a track toy. Yeah. Right. Like right in line with like the Aerial Atom V8 and the Lotus Exige and Radical SRs and stuff like that. Um, so re- really super iconic. Um, and then they've got of course the 911, which has so many so many different variations. Everything from kind of the 
you know, like kind of the standard 911 with the new three liter twin turbo engines all the way up to the uh, GT3s mm-hmm. with the four, the four liter normally aspirated, the new GT2 RS, which is the most powerful 911 ever to hit the street, 3.8 liter twin turbo, flat six, 700 horsepower at the crank. <laughs> um, that's what are you, what are you going to use 700 horses? That, that, that is a penis car. <laughs> Let's not kid ourselves. That's a penis car. Um, the 918 Spider. Yeah. Uh, you know, which is their, their hyper car from a couple of 2014. Um, you know, 887 horsepower um, from a combination of internal combustion and uh, two electric motors. Yeah, I love Porsche a little bit, maybe too much. No, it's, I can't say too much. <laughs> There's no such thing as loving Porsche too much. Um, but yeah, they've, they, they have, they run the gamut. Um, and I, I own many Porsches in Forza Motorsport. Mm-hmm. I own many Porsches. Many. I will one day own a 911. I've inst- I've I have Shannon and I have had a conversation. It's mostly one way, <laughs> but, but we've we've had a conversation, and the conversation is uh, goes like this, honey. Yeah. Um, when you're president of the foundation, you have to buy me a 911, and then I walk away. I don't give her a chance to not respond. Um, but yeah. And I love the way that you're you want your wife to buy you this car. It's well, not a personal goal that you set for yourself. Uh, one day I'm going to earn enough to buy myself this car. One day my wife's going to earn enough to buy me this car. <laughs> get out. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Well, no, yeah. Well, 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 I don't have a good, I don't have a good response for that. So I think with that in an hour and 26 minutes, yeah, um, I think that's good. we will just say, and it is now nine seventeen. Adieu. However, Nine seven nine one seven. That was the I believe that was the first Porsche to win the twenty four hours of Le Mans. Oh my god! All right. So <laughs> you don't yeah. have to kick me out. I'm leaving. Yeah. And if we wait one more minute, it'll be the nine eighteen, oh, which is the nine eighteen Spider. Anyway, uh, I think we've gotten into enough trouble, and I've uh, talked about Porsche. What does Porsche have to do with religion? Because Porsche is the closest Porsche thing to is a, your religion. Porsche is the closest thing you'll see to a god <laughs> on four <laughs> wheels. That's right, motherfuckers. And now your it's nine eighteen. That's right. Um, all right, so that's good. And until next week, I have been Michael. I have been Dean. And we'll see you later. Bye bye. Bye bye. This has been the CA. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, please drop by the iTunes store and give us a review and subscribe to get the latest episodes as soon as they release. Just a reminder, the views expressed on this broadcast are solely those of the hosts and are for entertainment purposes only. Never take advice from two guys expressing an opinion on a podcast. That's just silly. See you back here soon.